Hello and welcome to Cousin Chat. If you're thinking about it, we're talking about it. And today I have back with me for the first time in a long time, Brad. Brad, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Hello. Hey, cuz, how you doing? I'm good. I miss you so much. I miss you too. (laughs) Well, you know, um, one thing that people have been talking about a lot lately is teen depression. And I did not want to do this chat without a professional. So joining us today is my cousin, Robina Walker. Robina, say hello. Hey, Robina. Hi, 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 hi. Hey, cuz. Hey. (laughs) So, you know, I just want people to understand that, you know, you do know what you're talking about as we get into this chat. Uh, Robina is a licensed clinical professional counselor, Maryland board certified clinical supervisor, and alcohol and drug approved supervisor. So she knows what she's talking about. And that's why I wanted her on this chat today. Well, you know, as an educator, you know, this past year has been one like we have never seen before when it comes to our students and the things that they've had to deal with. Because while we as adults have been dealing with the pandemic and teachers possibly and parents, you know, teaching from home, our young people have been dealing with it as well. Sure. And so, you know, I believe there's been a rise in teen depression. Have you seen that? You know, a rise in depression, yes, but specifically among teens, is that something that you've seen? This definitely. Year? Yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to say that uh, what we're finding is that teens that already kind of were at risk for um, depression definitely suffered more mm. uh, than teens that weren't at risk um but even teens that weren't at risk had some issues they definitely did we saw a rise also in use and drug use as well yeah yeah i just saw i'm sorry i just saw um you you're mentioning the drug usage there was just as i was leaving this morning um on the news there was um a mention about the increase in opioid abuse yeah and primarily with young adults, you know, and we're talking, um, you know, teenagers too. So I, you know, I was just, um, I, I figured that that, you know, as well as the depression and all of that, I figured those numbers were going to also rise as a result. Yes, yeah. definitely. And what we try to do is educate the young people. The program that I supervise, uh, it's an, sort of like an after school program uh, format. We tell the kids that the more you use, the more depressed you could get. Marijuana is known to cause depression and alcohol as well. So that's something they're like, really, you know, they really don't know. So it's all about education for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed, even some of the students that I have that normally perform well are just not performing at all. And I'm not saying that that's definitely depression, but it is definitely a change in behavior, you know, something that we're not used to. And then even on the flip side of that, there are some that were not doing well in the building that have been doing just fine, actually been soaring. But for the ones that have been having difficulty with this whole process of being home and learning remotely and sometimes having responsibilities put upon them that they were not necessarily ready for, like say parents had to go back to work And so now they have to log on for themselves, take care of younger siblings. You know, it's just a lot. And for those who are 
just having trouble getting out of bed. Like those are the ones that, you know, I'm really thinking about because I know teens don't express themselves a lot and they don't say what's going on with them. So like as a parent, what are some signs that they can look for? Or even teachers, like people who work with teens, what are some signs that you could look for that might indicate, you know what, this teen might be a little depressed? Yeah, Um, definitely what you said, if you see a change in behavior, um, if they talk less, if you know this teen, if you've known them for a while and you know that this teen is outgoing and they speak and they participate and you notice that they're not doing that any longer, or you notice that they are very disorganized and, or they can't concentrate. Uh, Sometimes they can't concentrate on regular work when they usually did. Things like that is when it's a warning sign. Um, If they start speaking very negatively about things, um, I can give you an example. Uh, If they say something like, things are always horrible. And you know, teens can talk like that anyway, but it's more, it's worse. Like you'll notice that it's a little worse and it kind of troubles you. Um, Definitely, that is a sign to look for. Yeah, it, um, you know, I, what I had, I teach psychology. And, um, and so these are, I'm mostly dealing with upperclassmen, 11th and 12th graders. And, uh-huh. um, you know, given the current situation, um, it was, it, I was really grateful to, to have been teaching that particular subject because it enabled me to really, you know, we're already working with the brain and that's what they're learning about. And, right. um, it was a it's a, it was a perfect opportunity to also really get personal with them and so we would have these um just check-ins i would from the get from the beginning of the year we would have these weekly check-ins so and sometimes they ended up being there you know every day you know with or you put aside a certain chunk of time for the class um but it was just about how are you doing how are you feeling you know what i mean and um i think it was really it was really beneficial for a lot of them it was what three free therapy but it was opportunity for them just to talk about how this how they've been affected by all of this you know yeah um and you know i think i think uh and that's how that's how really we don and i even started talking about having this as uh you know as a show because we just started you know really looking at this is, you know, this is something that's affecting students all across the country, you know, where one minute they have been in, you know, been in school and they've been having that socialization and all that, which a lot of it is coming, is coming from lack of that socialization that they need at that age. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And it basically went from, you know, being with their friends to you cannot get near, you know what I mean? And so that is, that's really, you know, it, it can definitely have some kind of some kind of de- psychological psychological damage on top of if they're also taking on response additional responsibilities at mm-hmm. home, right? Yeah. And a lot of times, kids go to school, and school is actually a place where they can get away from whatever the crap is that they're dealing with at home. You know, For sure. They they can never get away from it. You know what I mean? And so that also can contribute to you know, just how they're feeling. And yeah. yeah. The isolation can really cause depression as well. Yeah. Um, if you notice that they're isolating more mm-hmm. and they're staying in their room and they're not really coming out and things like yeah. that um, is definitely a, a red flag for yeah. sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's so funny. And I'm not making light of the situation, but we, I, I, it got to the point where I would have, my students would be emailing me, um, you know how like adults, when sometimes we take the day off, we're talking about like, we need a mental health day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got them into where they would email me, Mr. Bazant, do you, can I, I might not be here, the, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> I just, I need to, you know, I need a mental health day. I'm like, you need, you do what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's really awesome that you were doing yeah. that. Yeah, I hope more people do that. Um, at least have the opportunity to do that. I'm. Sh- yeah. I don't. I know that there's certain things that you need to um, cover in right. class. So, right. so, how did you find the opportunity to do that? Like the time? Because I, I taught psychology, so we're. You know, it's always one of my things is before I get into content and all of that, uh, we do spend time on just trying to make. Um, I like to try to create an environment where it's it's nurturing, where it's it's um, it's safe. So where they they don't they feel that they can talk about anything and it stays there. You know right. what I mean? Um, and so I do that from the beginning. So it, it's just with with psychology, I, I'm able to. It, it was just a perfect marriage. Let's say I was able to really um, address those kind of dis- or have those kind of discussions because it was in the psychology class and we're already learning about the brain and we're learning about emotions. You know what I mean? We're learning about all yeah. these things. And it's just a real life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's where it's actually affecting them. That's know? awesome. And it's yeah. interesting because even on the, you know, even thinking about that and their mental stability and not wanting to stress them out, you still have to be careful not to enable and baby yeah. Right. You know, you you give many opportunities for an assignment to be turned in and it's like, okay, when does it go from I'm giving you grace and I'm being lenient to okay, well now I'm just enabling you because there's nothing making you turn this work in on time. And so there are some who really do have Wi Fi issues and there are some who like, hmm. I could just say I have Wi-Fi issues and I don't have to log in today. Exactly. So, but you, but you have to be careful. You got to treat every situation. You know, you got to be the same all across yeah. the board, whether you think they're mm-hmm. being honest, you know, and forthright or not, because you never know. Yeah. And so that could also be causing them stress. The fact that they can't log in. I'm glad that we could do this today because I really want to help people. You know, Mm -hmm. especially the young people, because they don't talk and you almost have to pull information out of them. Now, Brad, you have a psychology class and that's great. Everybody was talking, but, you know, I teach English. They don't just come out like that. (laughs) Right, right, right. Depending on what I'm talking about, I have a few people who were like a few students. There's always a handful. But then there are some that you if if I didn't call their names, I wouldn't even know that they were present. And this this is listen, it's been so hard on on not only students but teachers too because I mean I because I was talking to another, another colleague the other day and I was just we were just asking like you know hey on a scale of one then how do you think you did this year as a teacher you know what I mean like I know I sucked as a teacher I know you know what I mean but you gotta it, gotta get you know take it into context I'm talking about with the conditions that we've been put under right um you know certain things you, you you let slide or certain things you you know what yeah. I mean? you didn't address and unfortunately and I, I'm saying this because you know and I'm not talking about just teachers but administratively and it's just been one of those years um where I know you know come next year it's going to we, this is where we're going to really see the impact I agree 
I you agree know? with that. I agree with that. I think that this is not over. I think no. once the children go back um, in person classroom, mm-hmm. we will really see the fallout. Um, right. Because we're already seeing it with the parents, I would say, um, because we have a lot of uh, clients that come in who are really stressed and struggling and worried that their child is not going to pass and that type of thing. So they so they're having difficulty dealing with the child. And so that's even more stress, stressing the the whole family out. So, yeah, we don't know what this is going to do. We don't. No. We don't. But one thing I <laughs> we do, can do is pray, right? Right. All the time. And one thing I do on a regular basis is encourage the kids. I just oh, say, you know what? You guys are doing a great job. You know, you are in a situation that no one has ever been in, and you're making ever. it. Yeah. Ever. And you're making <laughs> it, you know? And so I, you know, and especially like my juniors, I was talking to them just today because some of them are getting ready to take the um, SAT. But um, I'm like, you're, you're doing what a lot of people in college, what people in college are expected to do. And you're doing it. So just you're think about it like that. You know, next year, th- th- this if you can get through this, you know, there is no telling what you, you've learned responsibility on another level. You've, you know, created different habits that, you know, independence, independence habits. Like you, you are really doing a great job. I just try to encourage them to let them know look you're not alone we're in this you know and um you're in and that's it you're gonna be all right i think we're all gonna be all right you know that's my hope and my prayer and so if you're still hanging with us today thank you so much for hanging with us if you'd like to follow us on social media you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter and if you want to listen to our episodes they can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and CousinChat.com. That's C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com and all of the other podcast streaming platforms. So one thing we always like to do is we like to leave the people with something. And um, today, the takeaway for me, I would just say, you know, if you have any teens or young adults in your life, do a check-in from time to time ask them how they're feeling they may give you that teens you know or that teen silence but at least they'll know somebody is checking on them and if you notice extreme changes in behavior don't let that slide without addressing it do um either of you have anything to add to the takeaway everything i do want to say this that um it's definitely stressful for everyone but i would say to parents to definitely pay attention to the things that you just mentioned um it's important that we check in i love the check-in idea that's perfect yeah yeah i mean you you know especially uh during the summers you know i mean if you're able to sit with your kids at dinner that's the perfect time to do it you know what i mean or breakfast you know yeah um but definitely you got to do that check-in you got to you got to you know, and like you said, a lot of sometimes these t- the teens they won't talk to adults. They'll talk to their friends, but they won't talk to adults. And um, they need to know that they, you know, we we do care for them, and that they yeah. do have people on their side. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for today. So until we come back to our next chat, I'm Donna. Brad. I'm Rubina. <laughs> and this has been another episode of 
cousin, cousin chat. chat. All right, be blessed, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.